For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Tuesday night, ladies and gentlemen, April the 16th, 2019, ladies and gentlemen. Winter Marsalis and Avalison from the CBS Sunday morning theme, ladies and gentlemen. We welcome you to Wrestling Revisited. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jerry DiGirolamo, and joining me live right now from Front Row, Virginia, where it's a warm, sunny day, ladies and gentlemen. The human suplex machine, John Rose. John, welcome. Good to be here. And before we get started, and before we yes. get started, I want to... I want to express my thoughts on what happened down there in Paris yesterday. Good news yes. is the cathedral is safe. Indeed, it is safe, however, and not many people were hurt or injured due to this very serious structure. But they are gonna—it's gonna take a while for them to rebuild, and let us know, let them know how we are thinking of them today. How after what was a very serious and very heartbreaking tragedy yesterday, we talked about it throughout the day yesterday on Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, John mentioned it last night in his video, which, by the way, you can check out each and every Monday hour on FacebookLive.com under GRHS at Facebook.com. He will also post it to the Movie Fans Worldwide 2.0 and the WCW Revolution page. So, John, kudos to you and your video last night. Well done indeed, Howard. You had a lot to say last night. And like we said earlier, our thoughts and prayers are still with the people of Paris after this very heartbreaking tragedy yesterday afternoon, however, as we talked about during Raw Radio. The number here is 1605-562-0444-139926. You can join us until 8 o'clock. Of course, we've got a lot to talk about, so we'll get into it in just a minute. So hold on a minute. I'll be back in a minute. Hello? Okay, I'm back again. As I said, folks, we got a lot to talk about. Of course, Sean, we're going to talk about, of course, the big story, obviously, in the room right now is, of course, the Superstar Shake-Up. Last night, of course, Monday Night Raw, of course, got some new faces added to their Monday Night Roster. And what was a very interesting night, let's just say, however, on the Monday Night Roster, we saw Andrea Cien Almas, ladies and gentlemen, however, however, make his uh, debut on Raw with Selena Vega. We also heard, ladies and gentlemen, however, some other things, however, what was going on, however, including, however, The Miz returning to Monday Night Raw, if you will. We also heard some other things going on, ladies and gentlemen, as far as that goes, however, involving Monday Night Raw. We also saw the return and debut of AJ Styles, if you will, The Usos, if you will, Eric Young, if you will. It was quite a night, however, and John, it was a very interesting show at the same time. Your thoughts about last night's show in Montreal? It was good, at least until the viewership went down. But yes, and go ahead. 
Well, I am glad that AJ Styles is on Raw. Yes, indeed. The face that runs the place, the phenomenal one himself, has made his debut, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, on Raw. And right now, we can tell you, as John said, the viewership was not that good. Our going down from 2.92 to 2.66, if you will. The first hour did 2.69. Our two kind of picked up a little bit, Howard. 2.76, and the final hour did 2.546, if you will. Meanwhile, last year's Superstar Shake-Up, Howard, did 3.62. So you can imagine it took a big hit. In addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, Monday Night Raw also took a hit, going down to a 1.88, believe it or not. So they kind of took a nosedive, if you will, however, last night, if you will. But, John, before we get into some of the highlights and the lowlights of night one of the Superstar Shake-Up, we do have some breaking news, however, that came into the studio late this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. We understand that Luke Harper, yes, folks, Luke Harper, believe it or not, announced this afternoon by social media that he has requested his release from WWE, saying the following. My goal in the future is to continue to grow as a performer and a person to make my family proud. At the age of 39, he also thanked WWE and the fans, however, as well. John, that being said, we saw Ty Dillinger, of course, ask for his release not that long ago. Now it's Luke Harper's turn, and there has also been some speculation about the status of Sasha Banks. I have got to ask you your thoughts about the thoughts of Luke Harper and Sasha Banks possibly on their way out. Wow. You're starting to see the rise and the fall of WWE before your eyes. Yes. Yes, indeed. And we also heard that last night, of course, ladies and gentlemen, there were a lot of other things as far as that goes. We'll talk about that in just a minute. So hold on. We'll be back in two seconds with this continued conversation. Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that, folks. However, as we said, however, there was a lot that went down last night. We also saw the War Raiders, if you will, however, Hanson and Rowe make their debut, however, on the main roster. But unfortunately, believe it or not, the story here was not their name, Hanson and Rowe. It was the Viking experience. As a result, how we heard what happened, how as far as that goes, however, and that being said, it'll be very interesting to see what happens next. But overall, however... 
it's going to be very, very interesting. Now, before we get John's thoughts, of course, we also talk about some other things, ladies and gentlemen, including the NFL. Ladies and gentlemen, we can tell you that tomorrow night at 8 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, it will be announced on the NFL Network, ladies and gentlemen, that the 2019 NFL schedule will be released to the general public. And right now, ladies and gentlemen, we can tell you that these are the games that are being reported and also that are being speculated upon. First off, week number one, according to Odell Beckham's Twitter account, ladies and gentlemen, there have been discussions how are possibly, there's a rumor going around, that in the first week of the season, Odell Beckham, yes, OBJ, might be heading back to the Big Apple, if you will, to take on his former team with his new team, the Cleveland Browns. Meanwhile, we understand, however, according to reports, however, that if that is not the Giants, however, then the Giants will be playing the Cowboys in week number one. In addition to that, there has also been uh, a rumor reporting, however, that the first Sunday night game of the NFL season could pit the New England Patriots and Tom Brady, if you will, taking on Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, or the Chefs, if you will. Meanwhile, we already know about the first Thursday night game. That has been all but confirmed at this point. It could be the Packers and Bears for the first Thursday night game of the NFL season. In week number five, we understand there has been speculation and reported that the Chicago Bears and the Oakland Raiders will be heading across the pond. Yes, folks, jolly old England will be welcoming them, however, possibly for the first London game of the season. In addition to that, there has been speculation also and reported that the Pittsburgh Steelers might be heading to Monday Night Football, however, to take on their former friend Le'Veon Bell and the New York Jets, however, on a Monday nighter, however. In addition to that, we have heard that these three games could be sentenced for Thanksgiving, and as of now, nothing has been confirmed yet, but it looks like this could be the confirmation. Chicago and Detroit will be playing each other again on Thanksgiving in Detroit. Dallas will be taking on Miami in Dallas, believe it or not. And just for your Thanksgiving after-dinner needs, it will be the Philadelphia Eagles and their new quarterback, who hopefully will stay healthy this year, Carson Wentz, however, now that Nick Foles has gone down to Jacksonville, if you will, will take on Kirk Cousins in Minnesota in Minneapolis on possibly a snowy, cold night in Minneapolis. That being said, nothing has been confirmed to us yet, though, but these are some of the games that have been speculated upon. In addition to that, however, of course, the Pittsburgh Steelers announced today that after 35 years of reporting of the Pittsburgh Steelers, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, that Ed Bouchette, the famed Steeler writer, however, let's just say, of Pittsburgh, if you will, announced, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, however, that he will be no longer covering the team, believe it or not. That's right. He will no longer be covering the team. But uh, that being said, before we get John's thoughts, however, here is John's uh, schedule for his boys this year and the games that will be played this year. First off, however, in the preseason, it will be at Cleveland, home against Cincinnati, at Atlanta, home against Baltimore, and at Buffalo. That, again, is in the preseason. Now, the regular season, here's who Washington will draw. Buffalo on the road, Carolina on the road, Dallas on the road, Green Bay on the road, Miami on the road, Minnesota on the road, at the Giants, at Philadelphia, home against Dallas, New York, Philly, home against Chicago and Detroit, home against New England, Mm -hmm. believe it or not, home against the Jets, and home against the 49ers. Again, these dates have not been yet announced, however, as far as when that will happen. But, John, it looks like you guys have a very tough schedule in 2019. Indeed we do. 
And, of course, we will talk about the other teams very quickly in the league, if we will, including my Pittsburgh Steelers, who have got a big, big brutal schedule in itself this year. And this is the way their schedule looks like, ladies and gentlemen. I can tell you right now, going into 2019, and here is the way it looks as of right now. These preseason dates have been confirmed, though. Friday, August 9th, they will open up the preseason against Tampa at home. Saturday, August 17th, also 7.30, it will be the Kansas City Chiefs. 8 o'clock, Sunday, August 25th, on NBC down in Nashville at Nissan Stadium against the Tennessee Titans, or the Tins, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, which, of course, next Thursday we'll be hosting the NFL Draft. And also next Thursday, folks, we want to tell you we will be hitting historic mile marker number 200 as far as Wolfpack goes. Then, Thursday, August 29, ladies and gentlemen, at Carolina to close out the preseason in Charlotte. But here is the way the Steelers' schedule looks right now. On the road at Baltimore, Cincy, Cleveland, at Arizona, at the Chargers, and New England, at the Jets. Home against Baltimore, Cincy, Cleveland. Buffalo, Miami, also home. L.A. comes here, referring to the Rams, let's just say. Seattle and Russell Wilson, Indy, and San Francisco. San Francisco will be a road game. Seattle and Indy will be home. But, John, it looks like the Steelers have a tough schedule ahead of them in 2019. Yeah, they do. Go ahead. I said, yes, sir, they do. And speaking of uh, Seattle, ladies and gentlemen, we understand that Russell Wilson signed a big, big contract today. Four years, $140 million, $35 million a year, 65 guaranteed. That is just astronomical, to say the least, however. And, of course, we will be keeping an eye on that tomorrow night or during our show, so I'll let you know which teams will be playing on Sunday and Monday night as well as Thursday night NFL. However, on, of course, a very special debate, 8 p.m., 139925-pound, Revolution 138055-pound, where we'll talk about night two of the SmackDown shakeup. And, of course, we'll talk about the Raw shakeup tonight as well. John will have the birthdays and dates both nights. Of course, GTS and I will have your news headlines for you as well. And, of course, don't forget Wolfpack, as I said, Thursday, 138521-pound this Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we can tell you, we can also tell you where the WWE is in action at a facility near you. So here is where you can check out the WWE coming to, like I said, a town near you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll tell you where you can check out all the action. So give us a second here, folks. We're just going to let you know where you can check out all the action at a facility near you. Uh, I'll tell you in a minute here. Okay, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, where are we going to go? Okay, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. This coming next Monday, ladies and gentlemen, in Des Moines, Iowa, however, at the Wells Fargo Arena. Also, ladies and gentlemen, come meet a moment of bliss with Alexa Bliss next Monday, ladies and gentlemen, at 5910 Douglas Avenue, Suite 400, Des Moines, Iowa, 50322 from 11 to 1 next Monday from 11 to 1, as she will be talking to her fans and getting photos taken right before the big show in Des Moines, Iowa. Next Tuesday night, we'll be at the Pinnacle Bank Arena in Lincoln, Nebraska, of course, at the home of the Cornhuskers, if you will, in Lincoln, ladies and gentlemen, next Tuesday night. Then, coming up at the end of the month, Monday, April 29th, Rupp Arena, Lexington, Kentucky, the home of the Wildcats, the Kitty Cats, and John Calipari will be welcoming us home to the U.K., if you will, ladies and gentlemen, on that particular day. 
then Tuesday, April 30th at the Schoenstein Center in OHIO. Yes, folks, in Columbus, Ohio. Yes, Columbus, Ohio, if you will, coming up two weeks from tonight. And yes, folks, two weeks from today, come meet the Celtic Warriors, Seamus, at 3747 South High Street, Suite 52 in Columbus, Tower 43207, ladies and gentlemen, from 11 to 1, two weeks from today, as he will be talking to the fans there. Then, May 6th, ladies and gentlemen, the Superstars invade Cincinnati, ladies and gentlemen. May 7th, of course, at the KFC Yum Center in Louisville, Kentucky, ladies and gentlemen. And then, May 13th and 14th, ladies and gentlemen, we will be in Jolly Old England at the O2 for a two-night stay in Jolly Old England. Fish and chips, however, bobbies and everything in between, ladies and gentlemen, however, as SmackDown in the UK tour, however, takes effect. Then, May 19th, we will be in Hartford, Connecticut, ladies and gentlemen, for Money in the Bank at the Excel Center. May 20th, of course, Times Union Center in Albany, New York, and upstate New York. May 21st at the Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence, Rhode Island. And then we wrap it up, however, in a big-time way in late May, ladies and gentlemen, two days after the AEW All or Nothing show in Kansas City. Yes, folks, the home of ribs. KC, Missouri, however, at the Sprint Center on Memorial Day on May 27th. And then May 28th, ladies and gentlemen, at the Box Center in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Now, we said last week, folks, we would let you know where we're going to be during the month of June, however. We already told you a couple of dates where we're going to be during the month of June. But, folks, we can now tell you, however, we're still trying to get more information as far as June goes. But we have not found anything out yet as of now. Also, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, of course, a big night on the NHL scene. However, of course, last night the Carolina Hurricanes spun around the Washington Capitals 5 to nothing, if you will, to cut the series to 2-1. to one. That being said, Game 4 will be tomorrow night, however. But the question is, will Alex Ovechkin play? Well, we'll find out, however, after a very, well, let's just say, unique hit last night happened, however, in Game number 3 of that series. Meanwhile, of course, getting underway right now, of course, however, Tampa Bay and Columbus, where the Tampa Bay Lightning need to strike early and often, however, tonight, however, against the Columbus Blue Jackets just to save their season, however, in which it is uh, 3-0 in favor of the Blue Jackets and John Tortell, however, are hoping to uh, at least get one win in the series. They are just about ready to start that game, however, in just a few moments. Meanwhile, New York and Miami, or excuse me, Pittsburgh, where Pittsburgh is down 0-3 against the Islanders, however, Hope to salvage Game 4 and force it back to New York, but the Islanders are looking to, uh, let's just say, to send the Penguins off into a, the island of their own until next season, if you will, tonight. Our, that'll be dropped off in about 15 minutes at the PPG Paints Arena. 9.30, the St. Louis Blues look to uh, get up 3-1 on the Winnipeg Jets. The Jets have been uh, struggling the first three games of this series, however, and uh, hope to get back into the series, however, tonight, tying it to forcing Game 5. Otherwise, the Blues will be up 3-1. And speaking of 3-1, folks, the Vegas Golden Knights are looking to shine bright and chew up the Sharks, however, tonight in Las Vegas, if you will, down there in Sin City, USA. They will be dropping the puck shortly after 10.30 tonight. Tomorrow, however, here are the games you will see. Toronto and Boston, of course, at 7 p.m. Toronto up 2-1 in that series. 8 o'clock, it'll be Nashville and Dallas. And Calgary and Colorado will be playing at 10 o'clock. Dallas, of course, is down 2-1 in that series. Calgary and Colorado are... Uh, have the Avalanche at a 2-1 disadvantage, however, right now. And, of course, the Cap series, of course, ladies and gentlemen, will not be played, however, until, uh, believe it or not, I believe Thursday. Actually, that will be Thursday. My mistake. They will not be playing tomorrow. So the Caps are off for a couple days here as they get a much-needed rest after what was a very interesting series. So the Carolina Hurricanes are trying to get back some momentum, however, but we'll have to wait and see what happens uh, coming up on Thursday. John, I will ask you your thoughts, however, about last night's game. I'm sure you watched the game with great anticipation. The question is, however, with the Alex Ovechkin hit, do you think he will be suspended for game number four, possibly? I think so. 
I would have to agree. I would have to agree with you there. Yes, indeed. And, of course, we saw what happened, of course, with that hit last night. A lot of people thought it was not a deliberate hit, however, a cheap hit. But when you look at it, Howard, he really cold-cocked the guy, Howard. I mean, he was 19 years old, and he knocked him on his butt, but it's just say no pun intended. But uh, right now, Commissioner Gary Bettman and the players' uh, safety, I believe, Brendan Shanahan, has not announced, however, any findings as of yet. However, I'm sure we'll find out later tonight or tomorrow, however, if, in fact, OV will be suspended for Game 4 on Thursday, however. But we will let you know, however, about that. But uh, getting back to the Superstar shakeup now, however, ladies, and we're talking get back into the shakeup discussion. John, last night, of course, we saw Shane McMahon show up, of course, in the Miz, renew uh, hostilities, if you will. We saw, of course, uh, Andreas Cien Almas, however, also make his uh, debut along with the War Raiders, however. Tonight, however, SmackDown says that they're going to try to do something, however, by answering this, however, the question is, will they answer it? We'll have to wait and see, but the big question is, however, who is going to be coming from Raw to SmackDown? I ask you right now that question. I don't know. It's going to be very, very interesting. Now that AJ left SmackDown, and Vince has talked about a big name heading to SmackDown as well. Yes, indeed. Yes, there's been talk that it could be Seth Rollins, it could be Roman Reigns. Uh, there's been talk about Rowdy Ronda Rousey, who, by the way, earlier today did have surgery, we understand, however. And, of course, we want to wish Ronda a very speedy recovery, of course, on that front, however. Hopefully she will be back in the ring very soon, but it looks like she will be out of the action for quite some time. We also have heard, ladies and gentlemen, that, believe it or not, before the end of the year, ladies and gentlemen, that another person is, just, is going to have surgery in the next few days, however, believe it or not, and that is going to be, believe it or not, none other than Nia Jax if you will, ladies and gentlemen. And that being said, however, uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens, however, uh, see what happens here. But, of course, we wish nothing but a very speedy recovery to both Nia Jax and also Ronda Rousey Howard, who will be out of action possibly till the end of the year, early next year, ladies and gentlemen. But we will let you know more about that, however, as well. Now, also, ladies and gentlemen, we want to tell you that coming out today, ladies and gentlemen, you can check out in the local Walmart Fast Lane, believe it or not. That's right, Fast Lane, however. You can order that on DVD. Also, ladies and gentlemen, two weeks from today, the Andre the Giant DVD will be out there for all your needs. However, if you did not see the HBO sports documentary, Andre the Giant, even bigger than you imagined, however, that, believe it or not, came out, however, last year. You can get a chance to uh, check it out and watch this very special two-and-a-half-hour documentary, of course. Ladies and gentlemen, also look back at some of Andre's greatest moments, including the match heard around the world, WrestleMania three. Of course, the infamous uh, 15 grand body slam match with Big John Stida, a guy that uh, Andre did not get along with, let's just say, ladies and gentlemen, back in the day, however, 1985, if you will, and of course, some of Andre's other great moments, however. But, uh, John, I ask you, uh, did you have a chance to see this DVD at all, or have you uh, watched this documentary? I'm not watching it at all yet. Well, I would definitely order it and check it out, folks. It is definitely worth seeing, folks. It is definitely worth seeing, no question about it. Well, speaking of moments, ladies and gentlemen, that takes us now to our time and place in our Time Machine show tonight, and we're going to do a couple of great moments, Howard. So uh, put your feet up, get your uh, beer cracked open, Howard, because we're ready to take you back into a time and place again, ladies and gentlemen, here on our Time Machine show. And our first uh, interesting moment tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I picked a couple of good ones here tonight. We'll take you back to the year... 1993, ladies and gentlemen, that's right, 1993, and of course the moment that I have chosen, ladies and gentlemen, for the year of 1993, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be 
Starcade 1993, ladies and gentlemen. It was held in December of 1993 in Charlotte, North Carolina, at the Independence Arena. We were going to give John's thoughts on that, and then, of course, after that, we will take you back to the Bash at the Beach 1994, however, and we'll tell you why about that as well. So let's begin, however, by telling you about Starcade 93. Of course, going into this event, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the champions were listed as follows. In St. Patrick's Day, of course, Big Van Vader, of course, has been a world champion and has been the dominant champion for much of the year. Ravishing Rick Root, of course, the uh, ladies' man, if you will, is your WCW International World Heavyweight Champion since September. Dustin Rhodes, the natural himself, yes, the artist formerly known as Gold Dust, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, has been your U.S. champion since August. Since October, your tag team champions, of course, are the Nasty Boys. And yes, folks, the common man, man himself, ladies and gentlemen, he's such a man. Willard William Stephen Regal, ladies and gentlemen, has been your world television champion as well. With that said, how are your hosts going into the show? Are Tony Schiavone and Jesse Ventura? Of course, Jesse Ventura was pretty much on his way out of WCW and out of wrestling shortly thereafter, but he would make one of his final appearances here in the WCW here on this memorable night. So with that said, let's tell you what happened on this show two days after Christmas of 1993 in Charlotte. Your first match of the night, of course, is the team are pretty wonderful. Yes, folks, pretty Paul Roma, if you will, of course. And uh, believe it or not, his partner, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff with the assassin, Jody Hamilton, of course, the father of Quick Nick Patrick, if you will, taking on the team of Two Cold Scorpio and Marcus Alexander, not yet quite Buff Daddy Bagwell, with Theodore R. Long in their corner as their manager. As it was all pretty wonderful, of course, ladies and gentlemen, however, got the win thanks to Nick Patrick's uh, dad, however, who helped his, uh, let's just say, team uh, pull off the win against Scorpio and Bagwell here. Uh, John, your thoughts about the opening matchup here at Starcade 93? Yeah, it was pretty much an okay opening match. Yes, it was. I would agree with you there. And, of course, Bagwell would later go on to uh, be a member of the NWO team, as you know, and also form the team, the American Males, of course, with Scotty Riggs, who, of course, uh, was an okay team, but not that great. Up next, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, it was the Shockmaster. Yes, folks, the Shockmaster, if you will. Fred Ottoman, formerly known as Tugboat, of course, taking on King Kong with Awesome Kong. I know it's a funny name, but it's legit, Howard. As a result, the Shockmaster, well, didn't shock anyone here, but as a result, he got a quick win here against King Kong and Awesome Kong. And let's just say King Kong was not feeling awesome after this. Your thoughts about this one? I found this match completely boring. (laughs) Yes, I would definitely agree. I would definitely agree with you there. Of course, shortly thereafter, of course, the Shockmaster would uh, get out of WCW, as we all recall. Up next, a pretty good match here for the world's television champion, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, Lord William Stephen Regal with his bodyguard, Sir William, if you will, taking on the dragon, Ricky Steamboat, who, of course, uh, was near the end of his career, but Steamboat put up a good fight, however, to try to get the TV title off of Regal. As a result, it was not to be, and as a result, Regal did retain, however, despite the fact this thing ended in a draw. Your thoughts about this one? A nice, nice match. Yes, Great. I would agree there. I would definitely agree with you there. No question about it. Very good point indeed. Up next, of course, Mick Foley. Yes, folks, Cactus Jack, Mr. Bang Bang himself, ladies and gentlemen, and Max Payne, however, tried to bring the pain against Shanghai Pierce and Tex Schlesinger, formerly known as the Godwins, however, here in this one. And as a result, however, as a result, however, uh, that being said, however, Cactus and Payne ended up picking up the win here in eight minutes. Your thoughts about this one? Now, what match was it again? Eight minutes. It was uh, Cactus Jack and Max Payne versus Shanghai Pierce and Tex Schlesinger. Your thoughts about this one? Oh, good tag match. Good tag match. 
Yes, I would agree there. Up next was one of the more exciting matches of the evening, ladies and gentlemen, of course. It was a two-out-of-three falls affair against the natural Dustin Rhodes and stunning Steve Austin. It was with Colonel Parker. Two WWE superstars. Two former WWE superstars, too, as well. Yes, and two good friends with each other. Uh, Austin somehow won the U.S. title away from the uh, natural here, Dustin Rhodes, however, despite the fact that Colonel Rob Parker helped Austin win the U.S. title here. Your thoughts about this one? Oh, I think this was the start of stunning Steve Austin. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And, of course, uh, Rhodes would not win another championship in WCW after this, but uh, he would go on to the WWE, of course, and we know what would happen there. Up next, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Rick Rude taking on the boss. Yes, folks, big boss, man. Originally, it was supposed to be Davey Boy Smith and Rick Rude, but uh, Davey Boy Smith got in a little bit of trouble around this time with WCW because of his, uh, let's just say, illegal use of recreational drugs. And because of this, however, he got canned from the WCW as a result of this. Because of this, Rude, of course, uh, was trying to beat the boss man here, and the boss man was trying to beat the ravishing one. Well, unfortunately, the boss man, well, let's just say, got put down here inside of nine minutes. Your thoughts about this one? Uh, not fair if you get caught. Exactly. I would agree there. And, of course, this would, of course, signal the beginning of the end of Rude's career, tragically, less than a year later. Of course, Rude would uh, get injured in the early part of 1994 due to a serious back injury he suffered in Japan at the hands of the Sting, or Sting, if you will, who we'll be talking about here in just a moment, because that his career would uh, come to an end shortly thereafter. Up next, of course, was our semi-main event, if you will, the Nasty Boys taking on Sting and Road Warrior Hawk. The Nasties were coming to the ring with Missy Hyde here, and we know about the history, however, mind you, however, as a result, however, mind you, however, uh, like I said, however, as a result, however, we saw what happened here, and as a result, it ended in a DQ as the Nasties end up winning here in less than 30 minutes. Your thoughts about this one? Uh, great contest. Yeah, I thought it was okay. I mean, I thought it could have been just a little bit better, if you ask me. I really wasn't impressed with this match, even though it went on a little too long, if you ask me. And then, folks, we go to the big main event, ladies and gentlemen, for the Heavyweight Championship. Ten years before, he was in the main event at the first Starcade. He was back in the main event here, but this time, however, this was going to be interesting because Vader was being led to the ring by Flair's former friend and somewhat bitter rival at the time, Harley Race, if you will. Harley Race was looking to uh, put Flair out to pasture once and for all by bringing in the monster known as Vader. Vader, of course, had had a dominant much of 1993. Flair was looking to uh, hold on to his career and legacy around this time. And Flair, let's just say, got a late Christmas, early New Year's present at the hands of the monster known as Vader. This was a really good match. I went back and watched this not too long ago. Uh, this was one of Flair's finest moments of the 90s, considering what had happened earlier in the year, however, when he was in WWE. And now he was back in WCW again towards the end of 1993, going into 94. Uh, that being said, he was once again your heavyweight champion heading into the new year of 1994. Uh, John, your thoughts about this one as we close out 1993? And I think this was a good time for WCW to have Flair back at the pinnacle of WCW. Yes, I would definitely agree with you. I would definitely agree with you, no question about it. Overall, uh, that being said, what would you give this on a scale of 1 to 10? I gave this a 7. 7. I gave this a 7 as well. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that being said, that was Starcade 1993. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to Bash at the Beach 1994. And here's where we go with this one. Going into the event, the list of champions are as follows. Your U.S. champion since Starcade the year before, Howard, who's been champion for much of the early part of 94, has been stunning Steve Austin. Your world champion is still Ric Flair, Cactus Jack, and Kevin Sullivan, the odd pairing 
of uh, these two, however, your World Tag Team Champions. And let's just say since the past month, how your World TV Champion, however, mind you, was Lord William Stephen Regal. That being said, however, mind you, how are your hosts for tonight are Tony Schiavone and Bobby the Brain Heenan. Bobby the Brain Heenan showed up in early 1994 along with a particular few wrestlers, however, who would make the jump from New York to Atlanta, if you will. We'll talk more about that here in our recap. But that being said, your hosts are these two gentlemen beginning the show. With that said, it's time for our first match. Lord William Stephen Regal, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, however, with his uh, manager, uh, Sir William, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Originally, it was supposed to be Sting taking on Lord William Stephen Regal, but Sting, of course, was unfortunately scarred by Sincentuous or Scary Sherry Martell, who we'll talk about here in just a little while, however, denying Stinger the responsibility, and as a result, the Stinger got stung, however, and as a result, the artist formerly known as Mark Merrow, Johnny B. Bad, the Richard, uh, little Richard of the WCW around this time, the Tutti Fruity Booty Man, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, was trying to take away the world's television title by with Regal, however, and make it his own. Unfortunately, it was not to be the case here. Regal ended up uh, winning the match up here, and as a result, he still retained the WCW TV title. Your thoughts about this opener? Good opener, good opener. I would agree. I would definitely agree with you there. Of course, Jesse Ventura then would come out, however, and make one of his last appearances in WCW at this time, however, replacing Bobby the Brain Heenan for the next two hours, while Bobby Heenan went on to check on something in the back, which was unfortunately... Ventura, of course, was uh, told prior to this show how he would not be allowed to announce at the uh, Bash at the Beach, but Eric Bischoff, who had taken over the executive vice president role at this time, Howard, and who had gone the blessing from Ted Turner, Howard, to take that role, Howard, allowed Ventura to call two matches here, which would turn out to be his final two matches of his brief WCW career. As a result, however, we saw what happened in our next match, Vader taking on the Guardian Angel, and as a result, however... The Angel, who we're not sure who he was, however, uh, tried to, uh, let's just say, knock Vader down, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. And as a result, however, mind you, however, he ended up giving the match to Vader by DQ. Your thoughts about this one? Uh, I think this was match was a weak one. I would definitely agree with you there. I would definitely agree with you there. Now, prior to our next match, Tony, of course, asked Jesse who he favors in the Hogan-Flair matchup and quickly responded with an annoyed statement saying, I've already made my pick, Nature Boy Ric Flair. So there you go. Up next, two guys who were never seen eye-to-eye in a lot of ways, Howard, taking on uh, two guys who have had history with our uh, one of our competitors in our next match, if you will, the natural, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, of course, Dutchton Rhodes, of course, finding a partner in the form of Arn Anderson, taking on Terry Funk and Bunkhouse Buck. This would be Ming's debut, however, as Colonel Park's bodyguard, of course, however, from Samoa, if you will. Uh, Terry Funk, we know about the history of the Funk and the Rhodes family over the years, however, and as a result, it looked like everything was going to be okay, however, with Dustin and Arn Anderson. But alas, however, Arn Anderson, however, should have known now, Dustin Rhodes should have known, never trust an Anderson and never trust the Horseman, and he found out here quickly, and as was all Terry Funk and Funkhouse Buckhauer decided to beat down Howard Dustin Rhodes along with uh, Arn Anderson after the matchup attacking him, and as a result, Double A and company ended up losing here because of a setup by Double A here that cost them the match. Your thoughts about Funk and Buck winning the matchup against the Natural in Double A? Uh, what? Was Black Blunkhouse Buck named Blacktop Bully after this? If I remember correctly, yes, I believe he was. That sounds right to me. Yes, yes, he was. However, that that sounds right. Yes. All right. Just wanted to know. That was a good tag team match, by the way. Yes, yes, indeed. Very good point, indeed. However, 
Up next, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, believe it or not, was a very interesting match, however. For the U.S. Heavyweight Championship in one of his final appearances in wrestling in general for a long time, uh, he would be out of action due to an injury, however, shortly thereafter that winded up his career for the next decade and a half before coming back into the ring 15 years later, if you will. It was the Dragon, Ricky Steamboat, ladies and gentlemen, taking on stunning Steve Austin. Austin, of course, looking to get, uh, let's just say, a little uh, hold on to the U.S. title, if you will, while also looking to slay the Dragon, if you will. Unfortunately, the Dragon Howard would slay stunning Steve Austin and stun everyone by winning the U.S. title in one of his final belts here on the Great American Bass Show. Your thoughts about Steamboat pull off the win against Austin and becoming the new U.S. champion? I have to say, thanks to Hogan and Flair, that was Master the Ninth candidate. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I would agree with you there. And, of course, as we said, folks, this would be the beginning of end of uh, Steamboat's career. Yeah, I like to there say, experience took over youth in that one. Yes. Yes, indeed. I would agree there, ladies and gentlemen. No question about it. No question about it. Up next, of course, was our semi-main event of the evening here, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, it was the World Tag Team Champions, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. However, it was Cactus Jack and Kevin Sullivan with Dave Sullivan, if you will, taking on the team. A pretty wonderful, however. As a result, however, mind you, pretty wonderful, however, won the Tag Team Championships, however, believe it or not, however. And as a result, how Roman tripped up Cactus, he came off the ropes and held his feet down as Orner jumped on top of Cactus. Your thoughts about this one, how as Cactus and Kevin Sullivan were denied the tag team championships uh, to hold on to, and pretty wonderful won the belts here. Your thoughts? <laughs> well, they could cry all they want, but, but they didn't get it. Yes. And this was right four months when Cactus Jack lost his ear. Yes, that's right. Four months before, a few months before this, you're right. Exactly. That's right. Yes, very good point indeed. And up next, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our main event. However, two guys, of course, who have seen, uh, well, let's just say, a lot of eye in a lot of ways. It was Ric Flair with Sherry Martel taking on Hulk Hogan. Yes, folks, Hulk Hogan had come by way of WWE how, at the end of '93 into '94, and of course was ready to spend time with his family and kids. But when Eric Bischoff asked him to uh, call Ric Flair to get out of retirement, how, not retire so soon, how, he asked him to come into uh, WCW. About two months before this, how, he signed a contract with WCW. They gave him a ticker tape parade, and this was part of the NWO thing, if you will. As a result, Hulk Hogan brought his friends with him, including Jimmy Hart, uh, Randy Macho Man Savage, and others into the WCW. But on this night, Hogan would bring Jimmy Hart with him, and also a couple other people with him, including Mr. T, Shaquille O'Neal, however, and others. And as a result, Hulk Hogan pulled off the upset, and as a result, he became the new WCW champion on this night. And because of this, this turned to be a bigger rating than King of the Ring 94. Your thoughts about the closing of Bash at the Beach, 94. Well, that was an awesome main event. Yes, indeed. And of course, Hogan around this time, ladies and gentlemen, was only 40 years old. 40 years old, believe it or not. And like you said, we thought his career was all but over at this point. But unfortunately, now, that wasn't the case here. And as a result, he would hold the WCW title for the next year, year and a half, taking on bigger challenges, such as the Booty Man, Brutus the Barber, Pete Cake, Ric Flair again, and Big Van Vader, among others, if you will. Uh, that being said, Howard, go figure. Overall, Howard, I would have to give this show a mild time stop power on a scale of 1 to 10. I'm going to give it's about a 6 out of 10. What would you rate this one? 7 out of 10. So you're going to go a little higher than me. Okay. 
Well, there you have it, folks. Our thoughts of Bash at the Beach 94, ladies and gentlemen, and also, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, let's give you the number again, ladies and gentlemen. No, not that. one 0444 ladies and gentlemen. Call ID 139926-POUND. You can join us right now. We will be here till 8 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget this Monday on Raw Radio. We're going to give you our thoughts of the NFL Draft, ladies and gentlemen, at 3 p.m. John, myself, and Nell, along with Fonzie, the Heartbreak Kid, of course, ladies and gentlemen, will be joining us along with Mr. WCW, King NWO, George T. Smith, and the Black Widow as well, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget also, ladies and gentlemen, this Friday, of course, we will, uh, like I said, however, with a lot more excitement to talk about this Friday on Wolfpack Revolution, 138055-pound. And right now, we can give you an update on the hockey score right now. Right now, we are midway through the first period right now, and it looks like the Columbus Blue Jackets are ready to strike down Tampa again, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. They are looking to strike them down big time. They are up 3-1 to one right now, midway through the first period right now. So unless Tampa finds a way to answer it and strike back with some big-time Thunderbolts, however, it looks like their season could be all but over tonight, as the best team in hockey could be bowing out in the first round. So we will be watching this very carefully, but we can tell you right now, they just uh, are midway through the first period right now, ladies and gentlemen, however, and we can tell you at the moment, the Blue Jackets of Columbus are up 3-1. to one. Of course, the other games will be getting started relatively shortly. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we can tell you, believe it or not, after what happened Saturday night, however, uh, former Boston Bruins superstar and current San Jose star center Joe Thornton has been suspended for tonight's game, ladies and gentlemen, for an illegal check to the head of Thomas Nosek, Following what happened Saturday night, the NHL Department of Player Safety announced just a short time ago that Thornton will not be allowed to play tonight, however, whatsoever, and that Nosek, however, mind you, will be suspended, however, excuse me, Nosek will be out of the game tonight. Meanwhile, however, if that's not all, ladies and gentlemen, Boston Brewers, Toronto Bay Police Court, Nazim Kadari, ladies and gentlemen, will not be allowed to play the rest of the postseason. He took a cheap shot, however, to Jake... Debrusik Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, in game two. As a result, however, mind you, he sat out the first game of a five-game suspension beginning last night. As a result, however, he was suspended three games last year between the clubs for charging and delivering a blow to the head of Boston forward Tommy Wingles. The NHL cited a similar cross-checking incident involving Kadari and the Detroit Red Wings' Luke Glendening back in 2006, however, 16. But folks, Kadari, of course, did another heinous act on Saturday night, and as a result, the NHL Department of Player Safety announced earlier this afternoon that Kadari will not be allowed to play for the rest of the series, and as a result, he will serve a five-game suspension effective immediately. Meanwhile, Joe Thornton will not be playing tonight, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, for the Shark Tower due to a legal check to the head that happened uh, the other night, however, and as a result, he will be forced to sit out tonight's game. So, folks, there you have it. Uh, of course, we will keep up today of what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. Again, that is just some of the games, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, actually, my mistake, ladies and gentlemen. I stand corrected. I thought it was 3-1, to one, however. It is 2-1 to one now, ladies and gentlemen. However, it is 2-1, to one, however, in favor of the Blue Jackets. However, it is not 3-1. to one. I thought it was 3-1. to one. Apparently, they waved off the third goal, so it looks like it is no longer a two-goal deficit. It's only a one-goal deficit right now, midway through the first. Uh, meanwhile, Pittsburgh and New York, of course, getting underway in just a few moments, ladies and gentlemen. Their uh, game getting started, ladies and gentlemen. So we will let you know what's happening as far as that. Of course, we'll keep you up to date throughout the night here on the radio network with all your playoff hockey excitement, however. Of course, they're just getting underway with that as far as that goes. Um, 
I don't think we have much else to discuss right now. Of course, unless Sean, you want to throw out something real quick to our, nope. to our fan topic. Nope. Okay. Well, if uh, if you have anything else, to, are you sure you have nothing else to add right now? Because I mean, I'm, by all means, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure I have nothing else to add. Okay. Well, we'll definitely be uh, keeping an eye on that, Howard. And also for you baseball fans out there tonight, Howard. Yep. And I'll see you later on Revolution. All right. Thank you very much, Sean. We'll talk to you later on. Okay. And there you go, folks. The human suplex machine, John Gross, now leaving us for the evening. We thank him for coming on the line. We do have some baseball scores to report for you all, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, tonight the New York Yankees are beating the Boston Red Sox right now in the top of the second, 2-0. The Phillies are crushing the Mets 8-0 right now in the first inning. The Mets really struggling right out of the gate this year, however, besides Jacob DeGrom. The Mets are falling apart very early and often. Uh, John's boys are taking on the Giants right now. It's nothing, nothing in the second. Pittsburgh, of course, traveling to Detroit. Pittsburgh taking two out of three against John's boys this past weekend in the nation's capital. Hoping to continue this uh, somewhat interesting road trip, and they're off to a good start here tonight. They're already up 3 nothing in the fourth. Uh, Chicago and Miami are scoreless after an inning and a half. Baltimore is already up one nothing on Tampa. Of course, Tampa Bay earlier today found out that they will be without one of their big starters, at least for a start or two, however, due to a toe injury he suffered, believe it or not, in the shower of all places. That, of course, is former American League Cy Young Award winner, however, if you will, however, Blake Snell, of course. Blake Snell, of course, however, suffered a fractured fourth toe on his right foot when he got out of the shot and then attempted to move a large granite bathroom stand. Snell, of course, uh, 26, is 2-1 and one so far with a 2.16 ERA and has 36 strikeouts in 25 innings. Snell told reports jokingly earlier today, however, mind you, however, uh, really dumb, however. It's like a three-piece in this pole that comes up three feet, however. Went to move it, I lifted it up, and it wasn't glued to the pole, and the pole came crashing down on his foot. So, unfortunately, he will be out with a couple weeks, however, uh, with a broken toe, if you will. So, there you go. But uh, those are your baseball scores right now, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what's going on? Of course, we already told you about the ratings tonight as far as Raw goes, however. Uh, there's not much else to discuss, folks. I mean, I do... I want to thank you all for coming in tonight. Uh, we were expecting some more people, including King NWO, George Smith, and the Black Widow, Michelle Lindodds, but unfortunately, our prior obligation could not uh, get them away from uh, their prior engagements. But, folks, uh, we'll definitely... Uh Sorry, folks. Uh, like I said... Uh Waiting to see if uh, King Andrew Smith will be joining us here tonight. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, we will be back on tomorrow night, of course, with wrestling uh, outside the ropes, 141387. Of course, check out. That show, Mr. WCR, myself, Chad, Hinshaw, along with GTS, uh, John, and of course, the rest of the panel, we to tell panel, we'll talk about the latest movies, politics, and sports, including your box office report and the movie trivia challenge, so be sure to check that out tomorrow night. That'll be a very exciting show. That gets underway, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, at, ladies and gentlemen, of all places, 6.30 p.m. We'll definitely... Uh,
we will definitely uh, let you know about that. Like I said, we're definitely, um, like I said, I'm sorry we're on, like I said, not much to say here, but we're just waiting to see if we're going to have a couple other people join us here. If not, we're going to call it an evening here uh, early, ladies and gentlemen, but of course we'll be back at 9 o'clock. We'll talk more about the aftermath of the Superstar Shake-Up. We'll update you throughout the night on which uh, people will be going, if you will. Ladies and gentlemen, to what show? Uh, hold on a second, we'll be right back.
Okay, folks, sorry about that. We're back again here here at the show, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, I do want to thank John for coming on the show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, a lot to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. As we said, how our... Like I said, I do want to thank John for joining us here this evening here, ladies and gentlemen. However, find something here. Uh, like I said, how are, like I said, here, just a second. We're just trying to find some music here to close this. Anyway, folks, how are we to wrap up things here this evening here, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, I do want to thank uh, the Human Suplex Machine for joining us here this evening, ladies and gentlemen. We will be talking to you again at 9 o'clock with Revolution. Have a good rest of the night. Have a good rest of the week. Happy early Easter week to you all. Be safe. Be careful out there. Don't eat too much hammered chocolate. We'll talk to you again next week, ladies and gentlemen, at the same time, same place here at Wrestling Revisit. So for the Human Suplex Machine, this is the Iceman saying so long from inside here right now. And we'll talk to you soon at 9 o'clock. And don't forget to check out John's Facebook video each and every Monday on GRHS at FacebookLive.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's our closing theme for the evening. We hope you enjoyed. It's a little freedom with David Hasselhoff. We hope you enjoy. But freedom, I have none. I've been looking for freedom. I've been looking so long. I've been looking for freedom. Never the goes on. I've been looking for freedom. Since I left my Good night, everyone, and we'll talk to you soon. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.